what if your significant other doesn't have a relationship with God or isn't interested in getting a relationship with God? If I, if I were to ask that question, what if your significant other doesn't have a relationship with God, right? It would be like, what if um, I got in a car and I'm trying to go to Orlando, but the person's going to New York? It's the same thing. It, it's, yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to go to Orlando. He's trying to go to New York. So we're going to have to deal with whether I'm just willing to give up going to Orlando and just go to New York. That's pretty much it. It, You know, when you get deep into a relationship, past, kissing, hugging, sex, and now we got to deal with family, kids, priorities, savings, living together, raising children, setting values. I believe in going to church. They don't believe in going to church. I believe in not cussing and blah, blah, blah. They believe cussing's all right and a little bit of pornography is great and you help your sex life. I mean, that's what he thinks or she thinks. So now how in the world are we going to, can, the Bible says can two walk together except they be agreed. That's why the Bible says don't be equally yoked together. But that doesn't just mean Christian or not Christian. You can marry a Christian. You can marry a guy in church, a woman in church, and, and they have completely different values than you do. And you end up in a bad place because we don't agree on how we should live our lives. So it's not just about whether he's a, have a relationship with God or not. It's whether this person's equally yoked with me or not. Does that make sense? Okay, good. So do you want to go to Orlando or New York? You got to decide. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Question okay. So it's kind of your head there. Okay. Just throw it out there, girl. I fix it. Go for it. Okay. Ooh, I'm trying not to make it too personal. Make it personal, girl. Throw it in the river. It's fine. That don't bother me. Throw it out there. Okay. What advice can you give a young lady who's in an open relationship with her ex-boyfriend? If it's an open relationship, by that we mean you can have sex, you can be with somebody else, I can be with somebody else, if it means that kind of thing. It depends on what we mean by open. If, if I, I, I personally believe in closed-in relationships, which means you mine, you mine, well, I'm yours, uh, because open can mean a lot of things. So I don't know that that helps anybody long-term. If we're going to all see other people, what, what are we doing? What is this about? You know, we kind of like, you know, not sure. And there's a moment where I think you have to have a conversation. Uh, Diane and I had a conversation. She, she, you know, she's done so many cool things in, in dating that really I thought was special. She said, I'm not interested in this hanging out, hang out, if, if this is not a possibility at some point, you know. And the way she said it, you know, I looked at her like, shoot, you know your possibility. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. This woman here. Are you kidding me? Oh, Lord. Man. Sorry. Smitten. No, I really was. I was smitten. I mean, she was at the top of the charts in my book. But part of the, part of what I think you should do is I don't think you should be kind of like playing the field. It should be an honest, I don't, I don't believe necessarily it has to be that, okay, that means that we've agreed to be married when we start dating. That wasn't what she was saying at all. But if you're dating, if you're dating with, if you're with somebody, I don't need to be with her and five other women. 
going eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Which one of these do I want to go? You know, and I, it's not like the bachelor thing. It shouldn't be like that. So I don't believe, I don't really believe that the Bible, the Bible talks about covenant relationships. It talks about intimate relationships. It doesn't describe the whole. Matter of fact, let me go a little further. The way the Bible describes this plural marriage thing where you have more than one wife, that was never God's plan either. God always wanted you to be in a relationship with a person. I think you can, can, you can consider two or three people. But if, if you mean by open, we can all date other people and then come back together. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's healthy. I think you end up with a broken heart. Yes? Any, any, okay, there's one question here. Yeah. Any if others? Raise your hand high so we, we can see. We have one in the back. We, we have back. one in the back as well. Okay, go for it. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Um, okay. Now, this goes out crazy. We can throw it out there. But I be telling people I'm a reclaimed virgin. You are I what now? Reclaimed virgin. Okay, gotcha. As got in, it. I'm not aware and, you know, like, of my body as far as, like, you know, sex and whatnot. So it's in the fact where now I have knowledge, so I'm not as quick to throw myself out, and I'm more reserved. Because the further you go along, I feel like it's kind of, like, you know, keep me. I, it's like a reward. The further you go along, I feel better about it mm -hmm. without sex. Mm -hmm. But it's somebody, and I don't know how to tell them without hurting their feelings that I'm not... You know what I mean? Like, I don't want sex. I don't want none of that. And I don't know how to say that without hurting their feelings, you know? Well, what you do is you just don't say it like that. Don't say, I don't want none of that now, okay? No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, because the world, you know where we yeah. in right no, now. I, no, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm teasing you, man. I get, your point is a great question. I, here's what I mean by it. You just, you just, you just kind of negotiate with the people you're talking to and say, let's talk about your view of A, B, or C, or sex. You know, how do you feel about sex? What is your view of it? I like some of the conversations I've had with some of our young women. They're amazing. One girl told me, she said, look, Pastor Rick, if I don't have sex, I don't think we're in a relationship. Nah, I just, that's it. And, and, and so she makes sure that she orients everybody she dates. That's her conviction. And I can't change her mind, so I just love it and move on. You know, um, I think you have to just talk about it. I, I think you should talk about it before you get the kiss and hugging and moving hips. Because if you if you if if one person is not for it and another person's for it, what can happen is you get pulled into it. So I'd rather just kind of set the boundaries and see if they can live with that. Some people can't live with that. So if that's the person that can't live with that, you need to find somebody that can. So just be nice about it. You know, have a have a big big boy big girl conversation. Uh, if we're gonna date, we need to have a conversation anyway. And so it don't have to be like right away, but at some point. Especially when we start getting to that place where we're going to start, you know, being intimate, kissing, hugging, holding hands, and getting, you know, and then hanging out at each other's house and stuff. We need to have boundaries in our head and help each other with those boundaries. What's hard is when you have somebody that's not helping you with it. Oh, that's fine with me. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Ain't no sex. <laughs> when you get, when they when they start acting like that, you know, you lying. You gonna you gonna trick me up. You know, you know my little weaknesses, and you know, you know when you wink your eye, I go crazy. So, <laughs> so, so you just need to have have a conversation that's honest, and then, um, you know, that that's what I would say. But that's a great question, man. Yeah, somebody else. All right, um, this question is for, like, related to marriage. All right, so say you're married to someone, and uh, you're a believer, but 
the spouse is not a believer. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that grounds for a divorce? You married him that way? No. I know I got a, a friend of mine that ended up yeah. in that situation. So did he marry this person when they were a non-believer? Uh, yes. And now he want to divorce her because he's a believer? Yes. No, no. Tell that boy to leave his wife alone. No. She want, 1 Corinthians 7 says if she wants to stay, let her stay. It, you know, that, uh, just because a person's not a believer in Jesus, it doesn't go to church. It's not grounds to divorce them. No. They can get some good people that don't go to church. You have a great wife, great husband. Some people in this church, they got some great husbands and wives don't go to church. I love they're good friends of mine. And they're not church people, but they're good people. They treat their wife right and you treat their husband right. So I don't believe that's No, that's not grounds. 1 Corinthians 7, read the first, like, 12 verses. It talks about that. So, yeah, somebody else. Well, okay, right, right here in the front. Right in the front, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so I was, um, I went to a, let's do that differently. I heard a sermon once where I heard a pastor make the comment if, um, if married men are constantly hit on you or married people hit on you, that means that you um, you look like you like to play. And that's how you're carrying yourself. And I kind of took offense to that because I was like, married men hit on me all the time. I don't want none of them. And I'm very direct when I say, I think you might need to go talk to your wife or I can talk to her for you, but I'm not, like, I'm not into that. And I don't want anyone to look at me as if I'm carrying myself that way. But how do you... How do you, I guess, I don't even, I want to say, how do you not carry yourself that way? But I'm like, I'm just being a confident woman. I'm not trying to get a married man. Yeah, let me say it to you. First of all, um, I, I forgot the name. There's a name for that kind of blame. Uh, it's not misapplied blame, but it's another, t- I can't think of it now, but that's ridiculous. That To, to say, I, I mean, I understand why. We get, sometimes we preachers get in these we say things so that we can't, nobody can answer questions. Jesus used that. The guy said, hey, can I ask you what you mean by that? You know, see, Jesus had to talk to the disciples. It wasn't, you wasn't hiding behind a pulpit. You didn't have any lights on. You know, you couldn't say crazy stuff. People didn't ask you. And I think sometimes when we say things, we don't think beyond, beyond that. You know, you got to be careful. So here's my, here's my response. Because pe- people hit on you because you're cute. People hit on you because they, they like you. So that's a compliment. Thank you. That's it. So now that's all there is. It ain't deep. You know, that's just that's the, you don't have to feel that that's your fault. What you have to do is make sure you are, you are not contributing to it. And if that if that's the case, then, you know, you're the one who decides that uh, as far as blaming all people who hit on. So if some woman hits on him, that means he's he's knocking on the door. If anybody ever knock on your door, I went I went I went to Burger King one time. And the lady say, that Pastor Ricky. Oh, you're so handsome. I said, Oh boy, look at that. That was nice. I drove to <laughs> and then she followed me to the next line, you know, and they, they took a picture and all that. Okay. You know, yeah, okay. I tried to comb my hair and everything, you know. But I mean, I, I, that's okay that people are attracted to you. Just just if they're fly wave at them like that and run them off, okay? That's good. You got the fly thing, right? Okay. Okay, we have oh, we have a question in the back. I yes. see I see you. Um, a friend of mine and I had a conversation about a week or so ago. Both of both of us are married, mm-hmm. um, and she was telling me that I guess her sexual appetite is a little higher than her spouse's, mm-hmm. and it's to the point where it's making her feel like I guess feel unwanted by him, mm-hmm. um, unattractive, 
things like that. And she's, like, been having, you know, tempting thoughts or, you know, thoughts of temptation have been running through her head. But she hasn't stepped out on her husband or anything, and she didn't know what to do about it. Did she talk to him? She, yeah, she said she's, she's talked to him about it, and he just keeps telling her, you know, basically that his drive is not, you know, as high as hers. But she said, like, when she, you know, does try to initiate it, sometimes he, like, pushes her away or, mm-hmm. you know, right. things like that. And she's, I don't know, I guess she's starting to feel like, you what, know. What, how old is he? He is, we're all around the same age. I think he's. 37 or 38. 37, 38. Yeah, he's 37, 38. Um, her and I are the same age. We're both mm-hmm. 36. Yeah. You know, yeah. Some, there are reasons for that. Sometimes, you know, they're about physical reasons, biological reasons. Sometimes it's medical stuff, you know. I don't know if he's getting checked, been to the doctor, said that to his doctor. It's a good thing mm-hmm. to say, hey, man, I'm well, trying to lose interest. she's thinking you know? it's a physical mm-hmm. reason, like, on her part because they've been together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've been together almost... 10 years, mm-hmm. um, they're married five, mm-hmm. and they have one child together. So she, you know, just thinking that, you know, no, I guess like it's a physical thing with her. I, or I think she, I, I think she, what you don't want to do, and this is good for you people who are not married. See, when you get married, you still have issues. See, see, see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you thought it would solve all your problems. Let me help you right now. It doesn't. And, and, and women are not used to hearing that about men. Because they think all men never, ever lose interest at all, which is not true. Um, I, I would think that first I, w- I would encourage them to go to counseling about it. I would say, let's go, and then I would ask my doctor, let him, you know, tell him what my, my issues are. And then are there issues in the way that they relate that make him uncomfortable that he's not been able to just say? Because men are always verbal. And sometimes you've you got to give, guys don't get hints all the time. So people, you have to kind of give them some guidelines. So that's what I would say. We can talk more about that later, okay? Thank you. Somebody else. Me? Yes, right here. Okay. Are you all okay? Yes. All right, good. Ask what you want. That's the last question. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it's this guy I was talking to. I'm a young girl. I'm 18. And he was, I'm going to say this, he was a mama boy. Mama so, boy. So, yeah. Okay. And she had... She had a lot of expectations of me of what she wanted me to be for her son. And I would always try to, you know, live up to what she wanted me to be so I could be this perfect little girlfriend of his or whatever. And in the process of us, process is all that. I kind of lost myself and my, my self-worth in the middle of that. So it took me a long time to find my self-worth and find out what I, who I was, who I was really as, as a girl. That's what I was trying to say. So my question is, was I wrong for, what, leaving and not, you know, staying and working it out with him, or was I right for leaving? Here's what I think at 18. You ready? This is my opinion, okay? I think there's a lot of life to live, and I think y'all love too hard too early. That's my opinion. I think, I think that you, you, should, you should go ahead and, and work on your own life school, education, career, and don't take any relationship that seriously. I mean, whatever she thought, and mama's boys ain't too bad. I'm a mama's boy, you know what I'm saying? My mama died, you know, so I love my mama, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I kind of like that a little bit. Plus, I I, I think, but I understand your point. But I think you need more time um, 
in your life before you overinvest in there. So I wouldn't go back. I go forward. Okay. okay? All right. Thank, thank you. you. Somebody else? Okay. What a you, couple what of questions got? here. What you got for me? So one question is on the subject, and it's so funny. We have another one that's the same. It says, is masturbation okay whether you are single or married? And then explain. Is it a sin? Uh, Diane? Diane, they have a question. Um, I missed it. I was greeting someone. Ask that question again. Go ahead. So the question is, uh, has to do with masturbation. So it says, is masturbation okay? Is it a sin whether you are single or married? And then explain. Okay. That's the way you got me asking. <laughs> 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 I just thought we'd help each other. I'm just trying to Eat listen. Eat my sandwich. Yes. You're, you're okay. Anyway, oh here we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> take, take, take was that cold blooded? What that was, that was low down, low down, low down. Um, okay, here's a, here's a question that you got to ask yourself about sex when you are single. Should I be having sex? Is the question. You know, if if I'm having sex with myself, or if I'm having sex with somebody. Now, if you ask the secular person, and, and they're gonna say, "Oh, yes, this for us, good expression practice. It gives you great, great, you know, emotional release." Shows you what to do with somebody. It kind of gives you. So that's what the secular people are going to tell you. And I'm not, you know, I'm not sure that I can, in the context of the Bible, say that to you. Okay. So we're having a biblical discussion. I can't say that to you. Here's what I can say. Um, you train yourself through masturbation where to find pleasure. You train yourself. And one of the books is called. There's two books that I think were interesting. One is hard for me to read. It was called He's Got a Secret. And it's the other one, no, she's got a, no, it's called Every Man's Battle is one. That's for guys. And then the other one was called She's Got a Secret. And it was just kind of hard for me to plow through all the, lang all the language and all the illustrations as a guy. And I just kind of put it down for a minute to pray over it <laughs> because it was like weighing me out. Um, but in, in, the, in that series of books, the author talks about how that you train yourself if you're not careful, if you're married, you train yourself to find pleasure with yourself and not with your spouse. That your body is very mechanical in terms of how it operates. And so the pleasure centers of your brain, that's why crack works so well. If you smoke crack and you get high, you get dopamine, all, all, all that, like, bam, whoa, look at that. Wow, get that reward drug. All of a sudden, your body says, that's a shortcut. I ain't got to go have sex. I can just do that. And so now when you get ready to feel like you need pleasure, you just go get your, there you go. Hey, that's it right there. I ain't got to go through all them changes, take off my clothes and stuff. I can just smoke a pipe, you know. And so you start to preferring the pipe because of the way your, your body works. And, and because your body is neu neu neuroplasticity, your, your body can be trained, you end up wanting that more than you want your wife or anybody else. That's what some say, okay. And so I argue that if you are a, single person, married person, uh, Romans, Proverbs 5 says, find satisfaction in your wife, Proverbs 5 says, that you are in your spouse. Uh, Songs of Solomon talks about finding pleasure in each other. I think the danger is if you end up finding more pleasure with yourself and not with each other, then you end up losing that whole part of your life if you're not careful. So you, you weigh that out, you think about it, you know, married people can kind of figure it out in terms of how they feel about that um, because masturbation was the question, right? Right, okay. So, um, in terms of um, a single person, from a biblical standpoint, should you be sexually active? That's the question. That's the big question. 
and what will this generate in me and will I end up doing more things than I started out doing? Uh, what path am I on when I'm on this masturbation path? Will I end up being a person who is um, training himself or herself to only be with me? And will it then translate into a difficulty when I get to a place where I'm trying to be intimate with a person? Um, but, you know, people are going to hear what I say and pray on it and decide their own destiny. Um, uh, I don't think you'll die. Um, you don't, you don't. You don't necessarily, you know, you, people want me to just say no, and I can say that, but you're going to do what you want to do anyway. So my, uh, my idea is to say, listen, I think you need to be unafraid to wait and unafraid to save yourselves for that expression when you're married. If you don't want to wait, then God loves you and he'll help you work it out. I know that sounds like I'm saying two things, but. I, I live in two worlds. I live in the world of what I know to be principally true, and I live in the world of what people do and tell me they do. And I know people who say, Pastor, I cannot stop doing that. And God loves me, and I said he does. And, and, but then I've had many who say, I get it, that what I've done is train myself. So when I get married now, I don't even want to be with anybody. And that creates all kind of complications. So theologically, biblically, I don't think you're supposed to be sexually active. So on the from a biblical standpoint, we're not having sex. That's what we're doing. I am. I am waiting for marriage. I'm a virgin. I am a whatever virgin you said. Um, Claim. Yeah. And if I stir up this pot, uh, what will I create? Um, will I create more lack of control issues for me? Um, and so, I don't know if that answers your question. But that that's my best answer. And then just to be clear, um, this would also go along with using like sexual toys and things too, right? Yeah, they make, about they all more, that's the same. So it, is yeah. it okay to use them? No, that all that's gonna all that's gonna make the make this gonna stir the pot more. It's gonna make it I mean, the question is do you want what are you, what is your sexual attitude? What are you trying to do? You know, I think one of the most amazing things to do is when you're sitting there, right, with your significant person you care about, and you got your arm around them, and then you got your leg around them, and then you should stop yourself and say, so what are we doing? What, what exactly are we doing right now? We are, we are about to have sex, and, and is that consistent with where I'm trying to go? Is that what I want for my life? Is this, is this it? Because here's what's going to happen. On the other side of marriage, you just heard a story. On the other side of marriage, that ain't enough. And if that's all we got, and then we're going to throw God out, well, well okay, well, um, I have a love for God that goes beyond my sexual drive. Because if I didn't, um, I, and I'll ask myself that question. So after you do this, what's going to happen? If you were to do that, what's going to happen? What's going what's to be, what's the next thing? What's, what's, what, you going to give up your church, your life? What are you going to do? Hook up with this little person you saw at the, at the counter? Really? You, that, you crazy today? You think she's special or something? What's wrong with you? I talk to myself, and I, I make sure that I understand. In every sexual temptation I face, or any that you face, you have to ask yourself, is this where I'm supposed to be, and where will this lead me? That's my question to myself. So, And that's what gives me the power to say, no, I think I'll wait. I think I'll, I'll, this goes here, not over there. And so no toys, uh, no game. What if you married with toys? Y'all need prayer. I'm going to pray for y'all. <laughs> pray for y'all. That's all I'm going to say. I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to say nothing.
No, I, no, I, you know, I, I stay out of that. I tell people, like, y'all married, I'm going to stay out of that. Y'all, y'all go to the store and be looking at stuff. Oh, get that, that, weapon, that weapon right there. That'd be weapon. <laughs> get that, that oh. pow. That, 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 that. <laughs> All right, let's I'm go sorry. to the next question. You better run fast. Get me out of this, man. <laughs> no more questions like that. Go for it. <laughs> how do you know if you know how to love? Um, when, you, when you know how to think beyond yourself. Yeah. 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 That's it. You know, it's it because it is about be it's beyond you. Kids teach you that. You know, they, they, they do, they do stuff. You know, um my little grandbaby has a habit, she used to, she's better now. She's if I had some grapes, she'll say, Pop pop, I like grapes. I said, Well good baby. She said, Those are my grapes. See now we have a problem. These are not your <laughs> grapes. And then she come try to take them. And so we had to educate, thou shalt not take from Pop Pops, okay? And then, of course, Diane, you're going to get that baby them grapes, right? You know what? No, she needs to learn not to. Okay, here, girl. <laughs> but think about it, you yourself, and, you know, yeah, that's what love is. That's good. Any, any questions on the floor before I go back here? Okay. Okay. So it says, since, um, I guess since the Bible talks about being fruitful and multiplying, um, does the does the choice of having a whether it's a vasectomy or having a tooth tied is that a sin or is that wrong? No, I don't think it's wrong. I, I think it's stewardship of your body. I think if you you're to the point where you don't want to have any more kids and and there's a, there's a technology that allows you to prevent that, I don't think that's a sin or wrong anything. No, no, I think it's wrong to keep having kids. And you know, you don't want to take care of them and end up in child care somewhere. You know, no, uh, uh-uh, not at all. No, we decided that we didn't want that was the end. <laughs> of the wagon. <laughs> so, it's okay. I just think you have to be careful when you do it because here's what people assume. You're going to live forever. Your spouse going to live forever. You never will remarry. I think you have to be careful about the age and the season of life you do that in. If you do it too young and you assume this person's going to live forever and then you end up in a second relationship, I've seen that many times, then you got to go back and try to reverse it. I just think you got to weigh all that out. That's all. Yes. Okay, this is almost similar to what we've answered already, but what if your other, your significant other doesn't really like going to church? Not to speak, just if they don't, if you're, you mean like your husband or you're just significant other? Significant other, so. You can't force anybody to go to church. Just be a church in front of them. Just, just be, you know, just be nice, you know, I mean, but, but then that asks the question, if this is your husband, right, someone you're married to, your wife, then, you know, that's, that's their decision, you love them care about them like your kids if they decide not to go. You love them. You care about them. Um, if, it's, if it's somebody you're dating and sitting for marriage, you got to consider, okay, now what does that mean for our future? You know, if you're not, if I got to make you worship God, then, you know, they're not going to, they're not, there are a lot of things connected to your spiritual decisions. And do I want to give you the power in my life like that? So here's one. What are your thoughts on the show Married at First Sight? So there's a show. <laughs> yeah, I know about that show. Okay. So yeah. what are your thoughts about that? I, I think it's comical. Oh. I think it's comical. It's cute. It's sexy. Oh, he looked like, whoa, that's the woman coming down now. But he crazy as <laughs> a bat and you don't know it. You know, no, I wouldn't. I would never marry anybody at first sight. I have had moments where I saw somebody. And I was smitten by them. And, and when you get that smitten moment, I call it cute. 
Everybody has a cute. Can you say cute? That means, oh, boy, of the way they talk or move their hair or whatever, uh, the way he just move his chest out. But you don't know him. You don't need to be falling in love with nobody you don't know because you don't know what you love him. Could be loving, right. a, could be loving a crazy person. So I think that's, that's, that's a, I understand. I, I saw the show a few times, and they may have a good result here and there. But, and, and it's fun for television, but for real life, I would never do that. I know people who've done that. I know people who saw somebody got married to them a few days later. And, and, but no, this show, you don't even see it. You get married like right then. Yeah, right Bam. Oh, that's real crazy. <laughs> no, that's, that's fun. You know, somebody else is deciding for you. They did the psychologist. And all, uh, no, nobody deciding that for me. I got to know, know for myself. You know, I, I'm not. It's good TV. That's all I'm going to say. It's good TV. It is fun. You, you had a question here. Oh, we'll get you a mic. Go ahead and do one while you're, while you're, while we're Okay. Uh, do you think sex should be discussed before marriage, and how do you discuss that? You sh- yeah, you need to talk about do they believe in it, and do they, because I, I know people who got married and, 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 and a number of people, and they didn't believe in having sex after they got married. They told, they told them, they said, no, I don't believe in this. Now, uh, like, like having sex, all, like all the way, I believe, no, this is the truth. I'm not making this up. I believe in, um, you know, like having a little foreplay, but uh, like going all that, going all in and out. Oh, no, no. I've had women tell her, no, I don't do that. Don't go all the way now. You can't go all the way. And he's, she was shocked. He said, what? Well, how, how, how far are we going? And he said, one told, this is true, it was one of my classic moments. He said, she said, I just wanted companionship. He said, you should have got a cat. You know, in your counseling, you can't you can't laugh. You got oh, okay, that was good. Oh. Man, that was a, that was the best one I heard in a long time. He told her she should have got a cat. Wow. <laughs> she didn't believe in all the way. She believed in like getting started and cranking up the engine and cutting the call. That's what she believed in. And I've seen that several times. And then another one I know. She said, you no, know, guy guy said he don't believe in all that. It's too tiring. It make you tired. He can't. I mean, oh yeah, I hear some stuff. I have to look straight. I keep my eyes open. You can know when it's good because I go like this. I keep my eyes open. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, from, I mean, that you need to know what they think. You need to know whether they believe. And I think you should have that conversation. You know, you should say, okay, let's have a sexual conversation. You know, let's talk about sex. What's your view of it? You know, and, and see, can they even talk about it? Because some people can't talk about it. You know, can I ask you to have sex? You know, okay, is that okay? No. When, uh, and some people don't know what to do. They say, well, do you, um, do you mind? Uh, um, uh, and one couple, they, they were, so, they were, so, they were so, uh, so shy. What they would do is he, he'd, he'd go to her and go like this, put the cup upside down. And if she said okay, <laughs> he, she'd turn it back upside. And I mean, we can, we can, yeah, they couldn't ask. She couldn't. They were so, he'd be looking on the mantel to see if the thing is up or down, up or down, to see what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. And I understand that. I'm not making fun of anybody because people are shy. People have history. People have abuse. There's a lot of reasons why people are like they are. And, and you need to see that it is hard for people to, it's a very exposing personal experience. And, and then it don't always work right. Things ain't always right. You know, ain't like TV. Everything's always perfect. And you know, I be all, all, over the, all over the map. Get married. You see, it's all over the map. One some day you rate them. Days are 10. There's two. Minus five. It's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, you know, and, 
And, and sometimes you don't know how to tell people, no, nah, you can't be doing that move. That is, hey, that hurt me for five weeks. You know, I can't, you can't do that one. That's the big hurt. That's, that's the karate throw, you know. And so it's a lot of things about sex that are hard for people to talk about. And so that's why you end up with people who are frustrated. So what was the question? I got all off. We don't know. Okay, it was good. I answered it. Amen. <laughs> should you discuss sex before marriage? Yes, and how you should. You, you should. And you should talk about birth control. You should talk about, you know, do you believe in birth control? Because people don't believe in birth control. They know, hey, you're never going to use no pill like that. My mama tried it if I killed her. You need to know that. She don't believe in birth control. You need to know that she don't believe in having sex often. She believes in it once a month or once a year. I mean, no, I'm, make, I'm not making this up. I'm telling you what I know. You don't ever need to marry anybody without understanding their view. And, 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 and I think it, it, married couples have trouble with sex, money, communication, big three, and family, those four. And children come in there too. But that, those are the big issues. And, and so if it was just simple and easy, then you, it wouldn't be trouble. But it's trouble because when you get past, you know, smiling and and. And, 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 you know, when you're single, you be sneaking and trying to fool around. Then you, 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 you save and you know you ain't supposed to, but you, you do it anyway. Then you feel guilty and you pray. You know, it's all. But when it's legal, it's just legal. <laughs> it's all the time, day, night, come home from work, lunchtime, whatever you want to do. And then after a while, you get, you know, you say, man, I ain't doing all that work. It's tired now. I got to go to the gym exercise to be able to do. And even women, or it's not as good, or body chemistry, or they don't bathe every day. You know, you know you'd be surprised. Yo, hey, people don't take baths all the time. You'd be surprised. You don't know what people do. You don't live with them. You don't know what they do. And you find out they go to the bathroom, don't cut the fan on. Say, oh, please cut the fan on when you go in there. It's bad. It's crossing, I'm serious, you cross the line, now you are different. It's different. They sloppy, it's stuff all over the floor, everything. You, you know, bed full of clothes. How are we going to have these clothes all over the bed? You do, you, you're eating in the bed. I, I see pork and beans under the cover, you know. It's, 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 no, I'm serious. You get, you get intimate and close with people, they, you know, they, they, they're not, they're, they, they are, it, it make, all, all of it becomes complicated because sex is tied to relationship, environment. It's, it, you'd be surprised how much it's linked to. And so when things start going down, you'd be surprised some reasons sometimes why the person is hesitant or slow. And so you want to talk about it. But, you know, don't have, but don't talk about it and, and then go lay down or something. Talk about it and leave. So, okay, I, we talk, we got to go. I can't hang around. I talked about sex now. I need to leave and calm down, and then we talk later. But don't, don't talk, over-talk about it. Don't be saying, I like um, move number four and <laughs> move number three. Don't be talking because you, you get each other all riled up and, and, and out of control, and don't be doing that. I had to, yeah, don't be doing that. <laughs> so, so finish that sentence, Pastor Rick. He <laughs> pulled that sentence back. No, I had somebody I dated one time did that. She'd always talk about it. I said, you know what? You need to stop that now in Jesus' name. You don't need to be telling me what number number seven and eight. I don't want to hear about that. Because, and then she did. You know, she didn't. She was, anyway, that's what I mean. That wasn't Diane, by the way, but go ahead. I think we had a question on the second row. You still have a question? Um, this is like, I think it was two questions ago. Okay. Um, you was talking about love. And I was just going to say, you know how everybody, they say, when you find somebody you like, or you love, it's going to be that spark. You're going to know that you know that you know. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if you never love, you're not going to, you're going to think every time you see somebody, it's still going to be love. So I'm, I'd be confused on how are you supposed to know. 
You know what I mean? And then as far as prayer, you pray about it and be like, is this the one? And them signs don't be immediate, so. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what I think I, in regards to that? I, I really believe that when you love a person, you sacrifice for that person. That, that your willingness to, to invest in her or him is complete. It's all. It's, it's not fake, phony. It's genuine. So your willingness to sacrifice is a, willing, is a way you measure love. It's my wife. The Bible says, you know, when a person is willing to lay their life down for a person. And that's not just dying for a person. It's, it's, it, I feel from my wife. I felt from the first serious dating season we were in, she's totally committed to me. So when she has, she has time for me, she's never, she's always fought to have time for me, and I've always fought to have time for her. Um, I don't, she doesn't play those games. She doesn't, she doesn't, she never abuses money, ever. She's never, she doesn't want me for my money. She doesn't want me for anything I can provide for her, ever. I mean, um, she could, she, she could have a, she could do a lot of things she doesn't do. She doesn't have to work. She can stay home. She does. I make enough money. She doesn't have to do any of that. But that would not, that's not how she thinks. She doesn't want me to feel used. It's really important to her. I don't know if you noticed it. She brought me a sandwich. She brought me a sandwich. And she brought the kind of sandwich I like. I said, you know, girl, you all right. <laughs> no, I'm serious, man. I was touched by that. I told her, I said, thank you. That was nice of you. She said, and then she told me, she said, she said always. Yes. Uh, moan, people. Groan at that. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's 39 years of marriage, yeah. and she's still rolling yeah. like that. I don't, I don't feel like Valentine's Day is only her day. That's woman's holiday. You know, men don't get nothing. You waiting on your flowers. Where my flowers? Yeah, right, 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 right. But anyway, so any other questions? Yes, we have two more, two more unless we have another one on the floor. Okay, go for it. That's not from emotion, y'all. It's getting over a cold. Okay, so <laughs> do you believe there's one person you're meant to be with? And what I mean is like maybe let's say if you were married before and maybe something tragic happened. No, you lost that person. I don't believe that. I, I believe there's the best person. I believe there is a person in this season of your life. But if something were ever happened to me, I wouldn't think that Diane should never, never marry again. I think he'd be uglier than me and big head and everything. But <laughs> isn't that terrible? That's terrible. That's awful. That was that's messed up the whole moment. No, I, I don't believe that. I, I, I think that, let me tell you what, I think that's dangerous. Because that means that you can treat people any way you want to. And that you think you're the best thing and they'll never get anything better than you. I treat Diane as if she's a gift to me. And any man who had her would find her to be amazing. And so I should live with the fear of losing her. I should treat her as if she's a precious gem. I just don't believe that, you know, other, somebody else can wear this jacket and look good in it. It ain't just me. And so I think people take each other for granted. So I don't believe that. I believe that God has, God had a perfect choice for me. And if my mind, I had to be at a certain level of maturity to re even receive her at that season of my life. Because I would have missed her because she wouldn't have, she would have said, that couldn't be my husband acting that crazy with that attitude. See, some, somebody hear you at the gas station fussing, I want my change. And he said, some, the handsomest guy, look, that could not be my wife. Turning the gas station out over $4. <laughs> I 
40 cents. I know that's not my wife walking around with that hoochie-looking stuff on, acting like that. That could not be the woman that I want in my life, acting like that. Or that, that couldn't be my guy cussing like that. You'd be surprised how you can, you can miss the one and end up with one that's not the best because of the way you present yourself. Just a thought. All right, last question for the evening. How far is too far when it comes to affection and dating? It's, it's, it's the same old engine I, illustration I use. If, you, if you, you put the key in the ignition and you turn it, it's going to go vroom. And if you hold the key, it's going to come on, right? What you do in dating sometimes is you had a little, you know, a little cranking game. Oh, it's too Every night you get together. And then one night it run a while. And you wake up the next morning. What happened? What happened? Oh, Jesus, I sinned. Oh, God. I sinned. Forgive me, Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Wake up. Wake up. We sinned. We need to pray. Ask God for forgiveness. <laughs> what are you doing? Come on. You stop the boom boom game. I mean, I mean, you're playing that Roman game all over Roman, all over the world. Your body does not listen. Your body does not have a stop button. I'm telling you now, you cut it on if you want to. It don't stop. And you'd be trying to be dragging you all. You don't know what had done happen. And, and that's how Christians end up getting pregnant because they're not, they don't take birth control because they plan. I plan not to sin. Your behavior says you plan to sin. You need, <laughs> you need to. If you, listen, if your behavior is saying you plan to sin, I'm going to shock you. You need to take the pill because your behavior says, I, am, I know in my heart I don't want to sin, but my behavior says I plan to sin. My history says I plan to sin, and at this point, I have not stopped sinning. I have not stopped. So until I just stop sinning, I don't need to be going around here with no pills or something because you're going to end up pregnant. You're going to end up in a place you don't want to be. Take that any way you want. I'm telling you what I've seen all my life. It's wrong for you to deny the truth about yourself. You know, take a condom if you know that you're going to sin. I'm sorry. That's, did he say that? Did the pastor say that? It's the truth. Lie to yourself if you want. End up with a disease or something because you're not telling the truth. You can't lie and win. You've got to tell yourself the truth. As long as you're playing the Roman game, as long as you are vroom, vrooming, you might as well tell yourself the truth. You're not, hear this right, living like a godly person. You are living like an unsaved person who is not in relationship with Jesus. Therefore, you need to carry the, the equipment necessary to survive that. Now, that, that, see, that's what, that's, that's what gets you in trouble. You lie to yourself. You lie to yourself. I told a story in church the other day. I said I was someplace, and, and I knew. I knew right away. I could tell. See, you tell yourself, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, 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 no. Don't follow that conversation up. How you doing? Somebody just said, how you doing? I said, how are you? Fine. And. And, and, and she turned and said, are you from here? Now, why are you asking me that? Why are you asking me that question? Wouldn't. Wouldn't. <laughs> you got to just keep talking. Oh, no, I'm didn't. Before you know it, you, oh, well, let's go to the, what, what, I'm, can I ask you? I have always wanted to ask a question. You get in these conversations. Before you know it, then you'd be surprised. If you're attracted to somebody, 
And you know that when you take your shoes off, all you got to do is see them toes, and it's over. Keep your toes covered. Don't take the toes to keep, nope, no shoes, no toes today. If your hips don't need to be moving, when you kiss, do the ironing board stand. We're not moving. <laughs> I am not moving these hips today. We matter of fact, we might need to kiss across the chair. All right, lean over. There you go. All right, that's a good one right there. All this area is dangerous. <laughs> this is a danger zone. Anything touch this area, I'm out of control. You know, it's hard to say that, but it's the truth. If you know it don't take much, you go crazy real fast, and you add a little wine to it, you know you're crazy. Then you can't think. You ain't got no sense, so you don't need to be drinking. This. You aren't asked about the drinking. You put a little drinking with that. Oh, Lord, you really start seeing angels then. <laughs> so I hope I answered all your questions tonight. Did it help you a little bit? Man. Thank you very much. God bless you all.